welcome to the Stadium Tech Report podcast. I'm Paul Kapuska, your host, the editor of the Stadium Tech Report. And our discussion today is about the stadium connectivity outlook survey um, sponsored by Verizon. It was a survey we conducted this past summer where we asked our core audience of venue and stadium technology professionals a whole bunch of questions. Um, you know, after the year that nobody expected, the year of COVID, this year venue started to welcome fans back. But what it turned out is that pretty much everything had changed and budgets had gone to zero while there was still a simultaneous need for more technology and spending uh, to facilitate the safe reopening of venues. So with so many inflection points, you know, the question of how to handle short-term needs and, and balance those with long-term strategies, we thought, well, there can't be a better time than to take the pulse of the market and ask the venue professionals where we are now and where we are going. So in response, we had over 100 of respondents who replied impressively with some very honest answers that are now providing invaluable insight uh, to their peers across the large public venue connectivity management and deployment space. I don't believe I said that whole sentence just like that. Anyway, there are some very interesting points raised. And today we are joined by Kevin Akers, SME Connected Venues at Verizon. Hello, Kevin. Hello, Paul. How are you doing? Great. And Kevin is going to discuss some of these top level findings with us. Um, bringing in his background and expertise. And Kevin, maybe you could just start off with uh, giving our audience a quick description of your background in the industry and, and how you came to be at Verizon and what your responsibilities are there. All right. Thanks for having me, Paul. Um, yeah, so my, my past experience, I spent 18 seasons with the Golden State Warriors running the IT organization there, um, both the, the Oracle Arena practice facility and the G League facility in Santa Cruz. Um, and then I moved on to two smaller integrators for five years, focusing on primarily high density, permanent and temporary high density Wi-Fi networks at venues across the country, um, concert events, Coachella type events. Um, and then I'm almost my two year anniversary of Verizon. Um, and I'm in the, the Verizon business group, professional services, um, focusing on growing professional services and solutions in the venue space. I work closely with both, um, kind of the teams, leagues, and venues, and um, our internal staff to help um, our Verizon people understand what the venues need and make sure we're fully, lever fully leveraging our capabilities. Because I think it isn't known um, in the space that we do more than just cellular and Wi-Fi and wired infrastructure. We have, um, we could really deliver across the entire technology stack, IPTV, AV. Um, so we're, we're you know, full featured integrator that, to work with these venues. Well, that's great. And I think that, you know, gives you a good spot. I know that you've looked at uh, the responses we got to our survey and uh, you and I have discussed those results a bit. Can, can you share with our listeners, you know, why you think, first of all, just sort of a top line, you know, why you think the findings from this survey are, are beneficial and, you know, why, you know, it's important to, to just sort of talk about the, the results and answers that we got. Yeah, I have a few key points regarding the, the findings of the survey. The, the first one, the better and safer fan experience. Um, COVID really accelerated a lot of this. And I think it's going to benefit us um, to really 
drive the, the fan experience. It's going to accelerate uh, accessing the building, the ingress, egress, the, the transaction, the building, things that we've been trying to do. But um, COVID really increased the digital transformation. It kind of forced it upon us. So um, that was something of interest to, to all the respondents that seemed to be. Um, security was a big one. 85% of the, the responders said security posture was only adequate or not good enough. Um, that is something that we're seeing in the industry um, through our DBIR report that Verizon publishes every year. Um, and it is something that uh, of high interest. Yeah. And also 41% of the respondents stated they're really early in their digital transformation journey. And this is going to be... This is going to be a hot topic as we're proceeding. There's going to be more solutions to help with that better fan experience, um, to, to get people in the building, the, the, the accelerated access, the, the cashierless payment type solutions that you're seeing um, all around the country. Um, we're going to need more connectivity options. And, and outside of the typical things you see today, of Wi-Fi and the wired infrastructure, we're going to be moving to... Um, some new cellular solutions, private cellular solutions, the 5G, the MEC, um, CBRS. And there's a lot to understand, lots of different spectrums. What's the right mix of these spectrums? What are the right solutions to deliver them? And what are the use cases behind each? So um, it, it's really a, a tough road to navigate and we're trying to figure out what you need for your venue to make all of this happen is uh, something they're all looking for. That's great. Yeah. And, you know, as we dig in a little deeper here, I, I, I really want to talk a little bit more about uh, just starting with the, the COVID thing, because that, you know, that really jumped right out at us when we asked our, our survey in our survey questionnaire, you know, what are your top concerns? And the number one was a resurgence of COVID. But I, I would also say that number two, as you touched on, you know, when the venues did come back and reopen, there was a, a lot of new demands you know, just to ensure the safety of guests, uh, things like digital ticketing and, you know, cash-free concessions. From, from where you sit and from, I know you know a lot of people in the industry and you talked to a lot of them, were, were all venues ready for that kind of sudden transformation? Or were you seeing sort of different levels of preparedness that are maybe causing some of that concern we heard about? Yeah, I can't say they're all ready, um, especially when you go outside of, kind of the four walls of the venue and the perimeter areas. Um, there's a lot to think about, especially as we, we deploy like these cashierless payment. Um, we've Verizon as a nanopod that we've shown around where you scan your phone and you grab your grab your items and you walk out and it charges you. Um, okay, so we're going to need many more connectivity options, um, and it's going to have to extend outside of the venue, especially with digital ticketing. Um, you have to pull that ticket up before you get to the building. And unfortunately, <laughs> typically it's around a huge congregation of people at a gate where Always. it's it's tough. So, um, you know, you, you want to do some messaging prior to the event. You know, everybody make sure you download your ticket to minimize that. But that does have to be solved. We have to extend the connectivity outside of, um, you know, the basic confines of the venue um, to make sure everybody gets in. Yeah, I, I mean, I, we've seen that, I think, from a couple venues, uh, bigger name venues this year. Not only were they um, sort of not prepared for the amount of connectivity you need out there, but um, it, it was also combined with a lot of newness. There were a lot of venues that, frankly, had not ever done you know, fully digital ticketing, and they weren't quite ready for a crush of people showing up all going, oh, gosh, I have to download this, you know, 
app right now. It, I'm, yeah. I'm sure that like you saw that at some stadiums, right? That you just had to go there and say, look, you know, you need a lot more out here because you're going to have a huge crunch of people all trying to download, you know, their tickets at once. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it, it's a tough problem to solve just because of the, they're typically large wide open areas. So, um, you know, and a lot of times you're sharing this with the ticket scanners too. Those, those access points are part of the ticket scanner. So it overwhelms right. everything. Um, so that, that also kind of leads into where things are moving, where you're going to have the, the private cellular solutions, CDRS, private 5G, driving and operating some of these you know, ticketing ticket scanners, POS, to offload those from the fan-facing networks, such as the Wi-Fi and the DAS, and um, helping with the, the logistics of the event and the efficiencies to have a consistent connection to, to get the fans in the building. Um, and again, really thinking about that fan connectivity around those areas. And, and I also think some of these connectivity options could help push the perimeters out but where you take that ticket and it gives you some more more locations in or to kind of disperse these crowds. And I've been at some stadiums where, especially a lot of the, the big college schools, you will see thousands of people cramming into one gate. And that's just, you know, that's a really tough connectivity problem. Right. right. It, in a gate built in like 1920 out of reinforced yeah. concrete. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That, that's a really interesting point, though. And I'm, and I'm glad you brought that up because I think, it also plays into the, you know, a little bit into the digital journey thing, right? If more venues start to learn about more connectivity options, they can rethink their whole strategy, which includes, as you were saying, real estate or, you know, gating. Um, you know, we saw one really neat stadium this year at the new um, soccer stadium in Columbus, where they actually built the stadium to have an entry gate that has all kinds of portable, you know, the ticket scanners are portable. The the weapons detector systems are all portable, so they can kind of configure it as they need. And I'm guessing, like from what you were saying before, this is a kind of thing that a you know a trusted partner can really help you with. They can say, look, you know, you can use CBRS say out here because it reaches rather than Wi-Fi. You can extend your gates toward the parking lot. I mean, it, it sounds like that's a kind of help that you were talking about is possible. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's traditionally been done with Wi-Fi, but a lot of times the infrastructure costs of doing that, the trenching across, you know, parking lots and everything makes that cost prohibitive. So using these um, private cellular solutions is um, your connectivity option. They just inherently have better coverage uh, and guaranteed connection, um, SIM-based technology to the cellular network, but it's, but you're also not um, competing with the macro cellular network with the, the, the fan on the, Right, in the parking lot with their phone. So you have a dedicated private network. So that's a, it's going to be a huge advance on, on helping some of these situations. Well, that's great. Let's um, let's move on to another topic um, about the one we asked about cybersecurity and venues, and and you touched on this point that you know a total of eighty five percent of our respondents said their security posture was only adequate or not good enough. And while we have to admire their frankness and honesty. You know, what does that figure mean for stadium connectivity, security in general? Yeah, and you really got to take it kind of two layers. You have the the event-based security, right? So it's, it's you know, with fans, it's primarily the Wi-Fi network. Um, a lot of that's going to happen in the architecture of the network. You really want to keep the fans on their piece of the network. Um, there are measures you take there, but you don't want to keep your corporate cat on that network. You want to, right. um, you know, there there are things that ride on it, um, you know, such as ticketing and POS. But um, 
and ideally you all said you offload those to a private cellular solution but um the the big thing outside of the event is really the corporate data um they're you know they're high profile targets so you know all the, the sports teams are kind of a feather in the cap of a hacker plus there's a, hot, a lot of high net worth people you know for you know kind of premium seat holders and the athletes themselves they know how much money these people make um and, and the teams have all of the fan data, they have contracts, they have all of this information, not to mention just the, the corporate deals out there, the, the corporate information. Um, so it's it's really important that you um, really have a good security posture, that you're, you're on top of it. I, I think it's a great idea to have a third party assess your network, do penetration testing, so you really understand where you're at. Um, and if something does happen, and it, it happens to you know governments and very large corporations that spend tons of money on security, to have um, a third party that specializes in this kind of in a retainer. So if something happens, you you act immediately um, and, and kind of alleviate the, the aftermath because it's going to be right. a PR nightmare for a public organization like a sports team. So I mean, it may happen, but if you can show them, you know, that you were doing what you could and you, you weren't um, slacking on on preparation and, and, and the response after, that will, that will go a long way in uh, kind of helping out that part of the yeah. issue that you might have. So, Kevin, I know you touched on this earlier, but um, I'm wondering, you know, we had done a big report previously here at Stadium Tech Report about CBRS and, and all its inherent qualities, and, and now we're starting to see some networks roll out, and, and they're clearly being prioritized for things like point of sale, back of house, digital ticketing. What Can you just expand a little bit on why things like private LTE and CBRS are inherently more secure? Yeah, it's, it's a, it's a SIM based cellular technology, uh, very difficult to access, you know, Wi-Fi, you know, it's, it's on record of, of how um, easy that is to compromise. Um, we, you know, you, we do our best with the configuration and the design of the network, but uh, separating that and, and having that on a private cellular network will really um, vastly improve the security as it pertains to an event event based uh, network. Yeah, and there's so many there's so many different things around a network inside a venue that could benefit from that. Right, I mean, we talked about ticketing and concessions, but you know, there's security cameras, there's um, absolutely you know, parking, there's anything, pretty much anything that involves revenue or, as you said before, personal data. I think could benefit you know from yeah. looking at these kind of things. Yeah, I think it's going to play a big part in uh, infrastructure replacement ultimately too. You're going to you're going to be able to deploy these cameras, you know, potentially soon. Some hopefully a you know five G IPTV system. You still have a low latency, but the infrastructure to deploy that is is very expensive. Um, so that's outside of these new new you know, the new technology. A lot of the things you see around five G and machine edge computing that require the low latency. There's going to be an element of efficiencies to deploy it over a MEC um, cellular solution. You're gonna save on infrastructure. Um, you'll be able to spin up your ticketing solution pretty quickly on a, on a MEC and just deploy it on that, that DAS system um, or, or POS and, and provide that greater coverage, kind of ubiquitous coverage that's already already exists. Um, it's gonna it's gonna help out a lot with cost savings in the venue also. That's great. Um, I, it, it seems like all of this is moving us toward what I wanna be our, our sort of our last question, but it was, when we asked our, our survey uh, respondents about um, this thing, the digital transformation journey, which is a great concept, is very interesting. You know, where are you headed? 
what you know what's your strategy what's your plan where are you on that it, it was pretty clear that you know across the board um a, a solid majority of our respondents were saying they were still looking for more information and direction and I, and i guess it's not surprising given that a lot of this is is fairly new technology right even 5g is still new um to a lot of people what can be done with it what's it what's possible um is there something about the venue market though that is, has kept people behind is it just it, you know is it just that covid has thrown a big wrench into all this and sort of forced those slow roll plans and the fast roll plans what's you know what's your your take about how everybody's saying that they they still need you know information and direction yeah um well covid has really made some tight budgets around around teams and venues and leagues uh so the proliferation of a lot of this technology is slow, and it, it also has a lot to do with the technology isn't quite there in many cases. Um, they don't want to be the first to deploy some of these technologies. They're just, some of them aren't even ready yet. So as we move through, you know, the CBRS is getting out there a little bit right now. We're seeing it out at the Padres. Um, and as that moves along, um, we'll start to see more. But the big thing is they, they don't also understand what the mix will be there, there's so many elements to this they don't want you don't want to just install technology for the sake of installing technology right you want to understand where it is what where are you where are you at today where are you going to be next year and what's going to happen in three years you know as we look forward um you know right now it's going to be wi-fi cbrs um, private lte private 5g is just emerging now and we're going to start moving into some more technologies like standalone 5g and network slicing and this is really going to change the game over the next two, three years on, on what is able to be done with these networks. And you're going to see, you know, the Wi-Fi has really become the, the fan facing um, platform. And, and that's going to be, that's not going to change as you know, as, you know, I'm Verizon, so I'm pushing the, you know, we like the cellular side of it, but in reality be told it's a venue owner has to cater to more than a cellular carrier's phone. So uh, yeah, you know, Wi-Fi will always be there, but, for their case, for running their their events and their building um, to create this almost an operating system with these cellular networks, especially with the 5G slicing, you're getting into some high bandwidth um, with the millimeter wave. You're going to be able to run broadcasting and kind of take it out of that, uh, kind of take an IoT to a whole other level. Like I mentioned, IPTV, you're going to replace a lot of infrastructure. You're going to get a lot of cost savings. It's going to be more efficient and provide a lot more flexibility when you're deploying these technologies. Um, it's gonna cause you to rethink how you're doing some of these things too, some of the broadcasting elements. Where can you put cameras and right. really high quality pictures and new experiences. So um, as we move forward, um, you know, it's really gonna change the game and it's, it's a lot to understand. So uh, they need to, I think they're looking for help to uh, learn how to tackle this and, and not like I said, to install technology that's going to be invalid soon, but you also want to be able to transition into the new technology without wasting money today. So you know, we're, we're trying to help people with that journey as, as we move forward also. Well, yeah, and, and I think you know, the one thing that I always see when I go around to these venues and I, I talk to a lot of stadiums and venues is that it, you know, typically the, the staffs there are generally pretty still small in size, right? They don't, they may have... People, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying people don't know stuff, but it's when you don't have um, the kind of depth and breadth that a, a different partner can bring to the equation, you may not either fully understand or know what is possible. So I, I would like you, if you could, just a little bit, you know, reiterate the part you talked about 
and maybe expand a little for at the start about you know what Verizon has to offer because I, I don't think people I mean I for one you know until just a short while ago didn't really understand that myself so it's I think it's a valuable thing for our audience to hear. Yeah, so I've lived this. You know, I had a small staff. We still got it done. Um, but you do need help. You need help uh, both scaling and from an expertise standpoint. You, you know, you might have security expertise. You might have Wi-Fi expertise, network expertise. But you just never do it at the volume and see the, the amount of problems um, as some of these large organizations like Verizon. Um, so... So you get another set of eyes, more experience, and then scaling. Um, even though you might have some of that experience on staff, they're still doing their day jobs of you know the office support and game support. And especially as you move to these larger events, you really need you really need that help to uh, make that happen. And that's and that's where we're here for uh, all of our partners. Well, that's great, um, Kevin. Thanks so much for joining us today. Um, I will say to any of the listeners. Um, we will have links on the post on the website where this um, podcast is being hosted, where you'll be able to find more information if you want to contact Verizon uh, for more uh, explanation of what they can do to help you. We also would encourage you, if you have not yet, to download the white paper and survey results from our site. If you should have no problem finding that on our site at stadiumtechreport.com. Uh, the results are free to download. There's no registration required, no email required. Um, come download the results, read them, and learn from your peers, as you said. Again, I'd like to thank our guest today, Kevin Akers. Kevin, thanks for joining us today. Well, thanks for having me. Had a great time. Thank you. And this is Paul Kapuska once again for the Stadium Tech Report podcast. <laughs>